Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is a very exciting new experience for you to experience. Have you experienced it before? Maybe you have, although this one is a new one, which you haven't experienced before, unless you have and you're listening to it again, because with the with the miracle of technology, this is this is it's it's strange when you think about it, really. I'm I'm in a room and I'm making these noises now. And as soon as I say them they're gone. But there is a record which exists and you are able to and are listening to unless you're a uh, a Volro which is a person who plays the audio experience but turns the volume to zero. Um and we've discussed these people before. You can go back into the, the, the other previous records to find out more about the Valros. Um, yeah, you have this record of something that's happening. I'm experiencing this moment right now. But when you hear me say that, that's, that's not this moment anymore. It's just a shadow of a dream. It's like, it's like the, the Greeks in the caves. The Greeks were always in caves. They occasionally they'd come out to build build a statue or some pillars, but then they'd go back to the caves. Or were they in the caves all along? This is the, the big question that the Greeks were always asking: Are we all in caves? Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what what Greek philosophy is all about, but I think it's mostly about being in a cave. Um, I'm much more familiar with the philosophy of non Greeks, <coughs> non Greek philosophy. It's my speciality, I'd say, among other specialities, among other many specialities, I'd say I specialize in non-Greek philosophy. Where, where, where are we? Am I introducing what this is? I think I am. This is Mindful Moments of Mars. It's an audio experience, and it's all about uh, Ed Rice Burroughs' writings and using those writings for exploring mindfulness and all the ideas in the universe one by one. Today we're talking about uh, hieroglyphics. <coughs> you didn't expect me to say that, did you? But if you remember, last week, Tara of Helium was being led down. She had left uh, a, an apartment which is similar to Fraser Crane's apartment and was being led through a more modern, well, kind of maybe sort of 70s style like like the kind of tunnel that would exist in the in the complex of a of a Blofeld, um, or or some other sort of villain. And it was very well lit, so maybe kind of like, sixty sci-fi kind of tunnel, but then there's all these holes in it, and um, that lead into smaller tunnels. And I think those tunnels might be just for the head creatures. The head creatures, these little little human-like heads with ha which have uh, scurrying little legs and lobster claws and um, she's been captured by them they they can also move about on human bodies this is a lot of gotcha <coughs> but we are starting a new week it's a good time wait are we what let me just consult my records ever so briefly oh dear i can't do that while i'm recording i believe this is the beginning of a new week I hope it is. Um, should I read some of this book? Okay, let's take a breath. Let's collect ourselves. 
I think I've gone off the rails a little bit. I'm probably, I should probably think more about being in a cave like the Greeks did. Oh yeah, so she, there was hieroglyphics on the walls, but she couldn't recognize them. <coughs> Tower of Helium, that is. She had tried to converse with her guard, but he had not seemed inclined to talk, inclined to talk with her, and she had finally desisted. She could not but note that he had offered her no indignities, nor had he been either unnecessarily rough or in any way cruel. The fact that she had slain two of the bodies with her dagger had apparently aroused no animosity or desire for revenge in the minds of the strange heads that surmounted the bodies, even those whose bodies had been killed. She did not try to understand it, since she <coughs> I might have a sup of water. like aqua from the gods and um, she did not try to understand it since she could not approach the peculiar relationship between the heads and the bodies of these creatures from the basis of any past knowledge or experience of her own i think that's a wonderful sentence and maybe we'll just read that one more time and think about how it could how it could describe ourselves the relationship between our own head and our own body because sometimes our body has one sensation and our head or our mind has another sensation. We often describe what our head wants and what our heart wants. Are we not like lobster creatures riding around on human fleshy mech things? No, we're not. But let's read this sentence again. She did not try to understand it since she could not approach the peculiar relationship between the heads <coughs> and the bodies of these creatures from the basis of any past knowledge or experience of her own. So she didn't see this analogy that I was pointing out. She's not like, well, I'm kind of like a head on a body. She's thinking, I'm a head and a body with a neck and never the thrain shall be parted. That's what Tara of Helium thinks. Right. My throat is getting <coughs> drier and drier and better. <coughs> Excuse me. I better take a breath. <coughs> that, was my, that was my breath. 